When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, this is the wrap-up show with John and Jim, presented by Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Another day, another nightmare offensively for the Padres. If there's any good news, it's what's going on right now at Dodgers Stadium, believe it or not, because the Dodgers are playing the Brewers, and the Brewers are trailing right now 12-4 as we start the wrap-up show. But the Padres shut out 7-0. They just complete a six-game homestand where they scored nine runs. The only time in franchise history they've had a six-game homestand or longer and scored fewer runs was the first-ever homestand in the history of the franchise in April of 1969. So it's all gone freaking sideways. I mean, it's all gone sideways, yet the Padres will enter Kansas City with a wild card lead. John and Jim with you. We want to hear from you. Please subscribe if you're a Padres fan. We're with you on the good days. We're with you on the bad days. Please smash the like button for us. Please follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Please consider joining and becoming a member you'll get custom emojis and badges and members only content by clicking join down below and please consider the supers as well we've had so many supers roll in throughout the course of the season we even tried to reverse the curse with some super chats about a week ago it worked for maybe two days a day but it's it may be for a day you're right and now here we are again jim it's deja vu all over again they have an identical record to the one they had a year ago they have a lead for a final wild card it's tenuous at best and we'll get into today, Jim, but I mean, it's just another extremely disappointing day where the Padres just don't show up. It's rock bottom. Bob Melvin said today, yeah, this, yeah. this is it. Um, you know, I see in the chat, car zombie eatery said it's light. They're, they're lifeless. Absolutely right. It's, they are a lifeless team right now. They're just a collection of players. They don't play like a team. Uh, they don't uh, do anything like a team really and it was pathetic to watch this team over this homestand and really for the last i mean what 10 game road trip and then a six uh six game homestand so the last 16 games has been just some of the worst baseball that you could watch offensively just just pathetic at bats after pathetic at bats. Um, I think I don't know the exact number, but in the 12 losses since the trade deadline, because this team is eight and 12, they've scored like 18 I think 18 runs. total runs. Yeah, 18. 18 runs in those 12 losses. And you know how many runs because they scored? roll over? They roll yeah. over when they're when they're losing. They 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 can't rise above adversity. They literally crumble at the first sign of uh, adversity any, in, any, in any game. You, they go down one nothing. it's over. It's over. And in the eight games they've won, they've been front runners. They scored like over 50 runs in those games. I think they might have you know, gone down a couple runs, then come back or whatever the case may be. But they are very good front runners. They get out to a, a, a lead. Most of the time, they win those games. But when they go down one nothing. Early on, they fold in like a cheap suit. They are so weak. They're such weak-minded that they can't overcome. It's just a simple one-run deficit. Never. Yeah. I mean, I think you're right, Jim. I really do. It reminds me, it's almost identical to 2021. We, we blamed it on. They didn't make trade deadline moves. Their starting pitching was gas. Their manager wasn't good. Well, now you make trade deadline moves. I know it, it's not all perfect. Soto's been out. Tatis ain't coming back. 
Your starting pitching is better than it was a year ago. Your manager theoretically is better than he was a, a year ago. And you're in an identical spot, not one game better than you were a year ago. And someone convinced me otherwise. How is this team going to finish better than last year's team finished? It's the same situation they're staring at. Tough schedule, adversity, um, other teams um, like Milwaukee having an easier schedule than you. You know, you got the Dodgers nine times. You have a nine-game road trip coming up. I mean, how is this even possible that we're having these conversations? There's, I mean, there's every excuse in the world. You want to say, well, Tatis got suspended. That put them off kilter. I mean, th- these are all laughable. They're laughable excuses. I'm looking at scores around Major League Baseball tonight, Jim, and there are teams that are nowhere near as good as the Padres, theoretically, at least on paper, that score more than the Padres consistently, including – the Brewers' offense isn't better than the Padres. I know they're getting smoked 12-4 tonight, but they at least aren't lifeless. They can score some runs. They won at L.A. this week. They don't roll over. They're not getting shut out. It's just It's not good trend lines, man. It's just not trending in the right direction. If you play the Dodgers like you have the, the entire year, you are screwed. Correct. If you go 2-7, and seven, because you're 2-8 and eight this year. If you go 2-7... and seven, that's it. You're buried. I mean, th- th- here's the thing. I mean, if That's we're it. being honest and object- objective from 30,000 feet, if you yep. weren't a Padres fan and you were looking in from the outside and you've you've done the deep dive, you would say they've already buried themselves based on not creating separation in August. That's what you would yep. say in all likelihood. They've already screwed. They've screwed themselves. Yeah, and if you look at fan graphs, they've gone from 90% to 80% to 70% to right now 63% mm-hmm. to make the playoffs, which for me is still way too high because I'm watching this team – day in and day out. And I don't think they're going to back into the postseason by playing 300 baseball. So, you know, if you're watching, it feels like the writing is on the wall. Now, can they still salvage it because they've got the game and a half lead? Yeah. But like, what's going to happen if they go to Kansas city and they get swept there or lose two out of three, then what do we say? Well, there's still time. I mean, at some point you have to win. I mean, at some point you have to win. And if you don't, don't listen, you're one, you're one streak away from any other team. Let's say the Giants win six straight. Let's say the Brewers win five straight, and you go one and four. You're cooked. You're buried. It's over. It's done. Don't listen. I mean, you can listen to us, and we thank you all for joining. But like, listen to Bob Melvin. Okay, he said it today. We're running out of time, and by that he means uh, if we don't start winning and and play some good fucking baseball starting Friday. Like John just said, you're cooked. You're done. You go on this nine game road trip and you go three and six. And then also, and then you play the Dodgers six more times. You play the Cardinals. You go to Colorado for four. You play the Giants for, for another uh, three, three games. Trip. I'm so, White Sox, who are capable with their offense. Like you said, John, you are one bad week and one good week in the same, in the same span from the Milwaukee Brewers from being done. Done. These are not overcoming. I mean, guys, let's be honest. Who thinks if the Padres fall three no. games out for the final wild card, they're coming all the way back nope. in the final 21 games? I just I just can't see it because I watch every single game yeah. and I'm watching. The tea leaves are pointing towards the Padres needing to do it now or it's not going to happen. Cam, thank you for the super. Thank you guys for hanging out. If you want to make sure we get your comment, click the dollar sign down below in the chat. It's a great way to support this channel. We appreciate all the supers that roll in throughout the course of a show. We'll interact with all of them. Cam says this. As like some like freight train is literally like in my home. Um, I mean, literally, not just a freight train, the loudest helicopter in the history of the world. Listen to this. Like literally, we're under attack in Del Mar. I mean, it's fitting, right? He says, Padres play on the comedy channel starting on Friday. Shake my head. I feel like we've been rock bottom for the last couple of weeks. Help. Prayers emojis. Yeah, the whole rock bottom thing. I saw some of that great tweet today, Jim, on social media, like, there's no such if you've been a Padres fan, there's no such thing as rock bottom. It Guys, it always gets worse. Get worse. It gets worse. And look at 2021. There was no rock bottom until the season was over. Yeah, it gets worse. It could always get worse. <laughs> and by I just this season has been such a roller coaster ride. Um, from 17 games over 500 to now, I believe they're only 10 games over 500. Um, and they should be lucky that they're there because the way that they've played baseball has been just the most uninspiring baseball you've ever seen. I mean, besides Manny, the last three weeks, this team has done nothing offensively. And every one of them needs to be called out. Jerkson Profar, Jake Cronenworth, uh, Trent Grisham. Hassan Kim has been pretty good. 
um, Jorge Alfaro, Austin Nola, the entire bench, Will Myers, have all been, uh, Brandon Drury, Josh Bell, they have all been beyond pathetic. And that is the reason why this team has gone in the shit. Because your role players are playing horribly. Nobody's stepping up. Nobody. And it's and, you know, and this is this this will be the reason why they missed the postseason. No, you're you're right. The role players have been bad. I'm with Mark, um, our title sponsor. I mean, I, I was preaching this today. I've been preaching it recently. Campusano should be here for Alfaro. If you're watching Alfaro, he's it has been an absolute disaster. I mean, he's had no chance in the batter's box. None. You know, he's, he's what, be what does he bring to you defensively? I mean, if, if the argument is Campusano isn't a good defensive catcher, well, I could tell you right now that Austin Nola and Jorge Alfaro are not exactly Johnny Bench mm-hmm. uh, back there or not exactly Pudge Rodriguez back there defensively. So, Alfaro, thank you for your service. You had some big moments. They were months ago, and maybe he's hurt, and that's that's a reasonable excuse. If you're hurt, it's time for Campusano to get the playing time that Alfaro is currently receiving. What's going to happen that's worse than the way Alfaro has played with his 500 OPS and his 1 million strikeouts? And then uh, Rosario, I'm with you. Now, Rosario's an infielder. You know, he, he primarily plays infield at least. Uh, Grisham has no business being on a team that's trying to make the playoffs. He's just trying to figure himself out right now. And by right now, I mean all year. And really since 2020, he's just trying to find out who he is. He's completely lost. So now is the time to think outside the box, A.J. Preller. I'm I'm not going to tell you right now I think A.J. Preller should go if this team misses the postseason. Is it too late, though? I don't think so. Like you know, changing I, I really so don't. much of your team so this this late in the year? I don't think so. I don't think so. I really don't. No, not, not something like... I mean, Campisano is homer now back-to-back games. Look, at, I mean, uh-huh. no. I mean, he should, he deserves an opportunity because Alfaro has not taken advantage of his. So who's the core of this team? Who's been the core of this team all year? Machado. That's it. Musgrove. <laughs> no, offensively. Well, Machado. And, That's it. You know, you, and arguably so Soto like these last three weeks. What, what A.J. Preller has been literally doing is – Machado's the base piece of this team, and he's been working everything around that. Is that a, is that a recipe for uh, for winning baseball to constantly be moving all these pieces around one guy? Well, dude, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but last year they didn't move pieces; they sucked. This year they go get generational, transformational players, guys having career years. I'm not talking about mm-hmm. Soto; I'm talking about Drury and Bell. Like, you know what I mean? Like. I don't care. Whatever they've tried hasn't. No, worked. I don't care either. I'm just. I'm just trying to point out to like maybe reasons why this just is not working because of how much change there has been. And and you bring up Campusano and Eggy Rosario, and you put them in there for uh, for guys that haven't done Grisham, for Grisham and Campusano. Like it. I mean, is this too much change? Maybe that. No. Maybe it helps. Maybe it doesn't help. Like, Come but on. I mean, got to try something. You're gonna let the ship just sink. I, I don't know. I'd rather John. go down fighting. And I agree with Ben. I mean, yes, he needs, you know, Alfaro gets consistent at bats. I'm giving Campusano's, I'm giving Alfaro's ABs to Campusano. And I'm saying, you can't be worse. It's not possible. It's mm-hmm. not possible. But the reason would be worse. Also, the reason why they'll make or not or miss the playoffs won't be because of just that one move. Again, the guys like Profar and Cronenworth and Josh Bell and Brandon Drury. Those guys don't hit, which they're not hitting. They're not going to. They're not going to the postseason. Well, no, I agree with you. I do. We have to remember this about baseball. It's about more than individual performances. It's about cohesion, collectiveness. It's a right having the. Yeah. It's, it's about having the right puzzle pieces. They don't have the right puzzle pieces. Right those now. guys I named are puzzle pieces that right now are doing jack shit. Well, they're doing jack shit, but also I'm wondering. If there's another combination of players here in the final 30 days of the season that could maybe help get them over the hump, they're listless. We're all saying it; they're lifeless. I just I mean, think you that can't allow yourself to be there and not try to get off the mat. Is my point? Campusano is a good hitter. Look, mm-hmm. you agree? I mean, but you're not going to hit Campusano career. You're not hitting Campusano one through six. You're not. Dude, that, but dude, but. Jim, they don't hit with men in scoring position up and down the lineup. Today, we talked about in the air. First and second, nobody out for seven, eight, nine. They go pop up, pop up, pop up. It, I don't care where they hit. 
Well, like Profar's doing nothing. Cronenworth, like I like I like Jake Cronenworth a lot. Yeah, he's really good. But this year has been a very average year at best for him. Mm -hmm. Okay, very average, and he has been horseshit this entire month. No doubt about it. He's had a couple big Mm -hmm. hits. Other than that, Jake Cronenworth has been really bad. Josh Bell has been really bad. Brandon Drury has had a couple moments, but other than that, he's been really bad. Jerkson Profar fell off a cliff. Uh, Juan Soto, he's been good, but not enough production offensively. And it's such a small, that sample size is small. That small. I don't think that's worthy of really and now much he's hurt. conversation if the other people, to your point, were doing their jobs. Now, how many Correct. games did he play as a Padre? Because he didn't play the last two, uh, and they're 15, eight and 12. 16, 17? Yeah, I mean, that's just not enough to say, man, I wish he had another home run. I mean, it's it's 17 games. Like, they maybe don't have the luxury of waiting for this stuff, though. I know, but they, I know, but that's not the reason. Do you, I mean, Soto no, is no, the guy Soto's not a reason. No, no, no. I, I agree with you, John. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, if he were driving in runs and hitting home runs and maybe hitting for more slug, he's batting set. And I'm with you. I, I, what you're saying at its core, I'm with you. And I'm not just defending him to the nth degree. I just, I think he's been good. Here's the thing he's not driving in runs. You're right. He could hit for more slug. There's the leadoff batter has not gotten on base since he joined the team. They have no leadoff hitter. The leadoff hitter got suspended Jordan for steroids. Jordan Profar since Tatis News mm-hmm. has done nothing. Jack shit. Will Myers is leading off one day. I mean, nothing is happening there. That's not on Juan Soto. So when you talk about driving in runs, when you bat second and you're batting when nine and one have followed you in the lineup throughout the course of the game and nine and one are never on base, it's a bad cycle. Now he's on base, Soto for Machado and for Bell. Well, and Bell then wasn't maybe coming through. Maybe put Soto behind Machado. Move him, I don't know. Yeah, moving four. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm not opposed to that. I'm not opposed to batting Juan Soto third. Or fuck it, lead him off and then put Manny in the two hole. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate leading him off. I mean, you you clive the bases, but they don't run. So who cares? So if he gets on base, right. you clive the bases. Who cares? You never run. They haven't run since like ever. Uh, Jorge, had thank over you for the super steals. In 2020, I want to say. Who did? Did, he have, did Grisham have over 20 steals in 2020? Someone put that in the chat for us. Just how many steals did chat. Trent Grisham have last year and 2020? And then how many steals does he have this year? Because I want to say he, this doesn't, year? he doesn't run anymore. He just doesn't run. The team doesn't. There's no threat of running. And the running game against them is used constantly. And that's, again, the mark typically of a bad baseball team. <laughs> yeah, it's not you know, good baseball When you're getting run on left and team. right... When you're getting run on left and right, and you can't figure that out all year, last year he had 13 stolen bases. In 2020, in 60 games, he had 10 stolen bases. This year, he has five. Of course, he's never on base this year either. Uh, Jorge, thank you. (laughs) He says, uh, you can see the difference in the lineup when Soto is out. Yes and no, because they weren't scoring within the lineup lineup. anyway. Now, now again, they had some crazy inning totals. There's like five of them, Jim. Game one, the Drury Grand Slam. They're front runners, dude. They're front runners. Well, okay, that's fine. Game one, they had the beginning. They've had a seven-run inning twice. They've had an eight-run inning. I agree with you. I think when things are going good, they're good. When things are going bad, they're bad. That has to change. But what I noticed against the Washington Nationals was Juan Soto was in the lineup every single day. And they still couldn't score more than two runs in any of the four games. So maybe one, they scored three. You're saying one, three, two, and two. I think is how they scored the eight. No, I'm not blaming Juan Soto, but I'm saying, man, even even with Soto, they're not scoring. I honestly, I I don't know what it is, dude. It it's a organizational train wreck. What about the? It was a one in a hundred year collapse. This year, they added a postseason spot. Baseball did. <laughs> they've at yeah. Made what's it worse, last easier. year or this year? Well, if they don't make the postseason, way, this is way worse. If they don't make the postseason, there's still 37 games to play. Right? It's, it's not over. Is that what it is, or is it? What's the record, Jim? Uh, 68-58. So 36 games to play. Okay, 36 games to play. It's not over. No, it's a Riding lot might of games. Righty might be on the wall, but it's not over. Okay. So over 20 percent of their season. Yes. So this thing they still the postseason, and then you're like, absolutely, it's better than last year, duh. But yeah, yeah. If they miss the postseason this year, could you argue this is worse? 
and not you're not top six in the National League. Could you argue this is worse than last year? I oh could. yeah, I'll make that argument on air on the wrap up show and uh-huh. on John and Jim. Huh? Yeah, again, Tatis is a big loss. Um, it is starting pitching last year was a big loss for the Padres as well. Let's get to the super from Jake. Jake, thank you for hanging out. Thank you guys for the supers. Great way to support this channel. Please uh, consider the super by clicking the dollar sign down below. Please subscribe if you're a Padres fan as well. We're just getting started here on the wrap-up show in a moment. We're going to tell you about our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz, at Farmers Insurance, if you have insurance needs and you want to save money. But Jake says, uh, why could the Braves do it last year? And this quote-unquote team, collection of players, not. It feels like the same story storyline as last year's Braves, but they sucked. Braves made wholesale changes. Wholesale changes at the deadline. Four position players brought in. Four position players brought in at the deadline, or from July 15th on. Jack Peterson, mid-July, Solaire, Duvall, whomever else. Rosario, Eddie Rosario. Rosario. And I mean, two of the people so like, that got brought in but won NLCS MVP and World Series MVP. Right. So, okay. So, Jim, I'll ask you this. Like you said, I mean, this whole, well, is it too much? I mean, yeah, when it doesn't work, you can say it's too much. But what happens when it does work? Then it's not too much. It's lightning in a bottle. Or it's the GM doesn't know how to put the right get the right players and put put them in the right places. Maybe like the GM is just collecting talent instead of a team that will work together based on analytics and <laughs> you know whatever else they may look at. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Like so, does Soto, that mean the GM can never get it right. You know what I mean? Then it's yeah, you know, like then he like can't I believe right. I believe that Juan Soto will would fit with any lineup. I just do I same thing with same thing with Manny Machado. And then same thing with Fernando Tatis Jr., but he's not mm-hmm. here. I but agree. there's no one will ever be able to tell me that Juan Soto doesn't fit in any lineup. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the other pieces you got, like, uh, I mean, they're just not good enough. They're just they're they're not good. <laughs> they're not good baseball. They're they're good. They're good baseball players, but they're not good enough. And this is what happens when they all collectively suck. <laughs> i get to one more super then i'm gonna tell you about mark um thank you steve-o for this super he says word of advice just become braves fans i don't think that's going to happen for a vast majority of people that are in here Sorry. tonight but on nights like tonight you do question your fandom like why do i do this day in and day out why do i follow this and we'll team be back on out? friday at f- like what five o'clock four we'll o'clock be back. The fuck no they doubt. play there's no doubt we will be following this team again come Friday night in Kansas City and screaming at the television when they go down one nothing, yeah. in the bottom of the first inning. Yep. Uh, if you have insurance needs, please contact Mark Nimitz. He can save you $750 right now on your insurance. Simple as that. He can save you $750 just by switching. Auto, home, runner's life, earthquake insurance. If you're a Padres fan, you got to get in contact with Mark. Just give him a call. Talk Padres baseball. Believe me, he wants to hear from you. If you want to talk Padres baseball about the collapse that we've seen over the last who knows how many weeks at this point. Um, if you want to talk Padres, Mark is there for you. If you want to talk about your insurance needs, Mark is the one for you as well. Auto home, runner's life, earthquake insurance. I have my homeowners and my earthquake through Mark. We recently had a claim in here. He saved us thousands of dollars, all kinds of time, took care of everything, new flooring in here. Everything was taken care of thanks to Mark. So our family thanks Mark Nimitz. He's a San Diegan. He's a lifelong Padres fan. Uh, he lives and dies on it, like we always say, like you do. If you support this channel and you want to support a local business, there's no better person to support than Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. There's a link for his website down below. Get a quote online. Get everything you need online for Mark Nimitz and save money with Mark Nimitz. Yeah, all his information's above my head. Shout out to Mark tonight. He's in the chat. Uh, and Nimitz at FarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. Yes, thank you again, Mark, for your support of this channel. Thank you, viewers, for your support of this channel as well. If you want to make sure we get your comment tonight, you can click that dollar sign down below in the mm-hmm. chat. As always, we get to all of the supers. Now, we haven't even mentioned, I got into this whole thing today as well. Uh, we haven't even mentioned Blake Snell today. Obviously, he was bad. I mean, he was awful. He threw 43 pitches, recording one out in that fourth inning. You can't throw 40 pitches in an inning. Um, you know, the first three innings allowed one run, including the Jose Ramirez home run. Fourth inning and unraveled. You could say, same old story. We've seen it from Snell before, and that's fine. You're right. I mean, he wasn't good, and he's had moments where he's not been good for this team. The nine prior starts coming in, I forget what I said earlier. I think he had a 2-4. The nine prior starts coming in, he had given the Padres a chance to win basically every time. So, yeah, not ideal. Not ideal. 
but I'm still more honed in on the offense day in, day out struggles as opposed to the starters who, by and large, have been good. Um, you know, Musgrove, not as good in the second half. Darvish has been good. Snell has been better in the second half. Manaya has not been good, although he's coming off a good start. And who's the fifth starter? Clevenger. It's been solid. Six innings, two runs his last time out. So, yeah, the starters haven't been perfect. They were better in the first half than the second half. But if I'm putting it on a scale, what's hurt them more, starting pitching or hitting? I would say the hitting has weighed them down way more than the starting pitching. Oh, I, I 100% agree. Um, and if you're looking at the neat, the problems with this team right now, it's number one hitting, number two hitting, number three hitting, number four hitting, number five. Number five, Josh Hader. Josh Hader, <laughs> number six, uh, Blake Snell, and the rest of the, and some of the pitchers are just widely inconsistent. But, uh, jo- uh, you're right. Like the last nine starts for Snell, great. But you can never count on the guy to be consistent through the entire season. He will have yeah, these games. That's true. He'll that's have true. these type of games, and you're like, I believe that today, and his, his if you look at his last nine starts, and then today, he's a pitcher somewhere in between there. I don't think he's the type of pitcher that's that was the last nine starts, and I don't think he's the pitcher necessarily today. I think mm-hmm. it's a little in between there. A guy that can maybe only give you four, five innings at best, give up three, four runs, and he'll strike out seven, walk three. Like he's just all over the place. He'll never put together a season again, like his Cy Young year. Right. And I would bet more on him putting a season together more closer than today to today. than than those last nine starts last nine starts were great. That's awesome. No, that's fair. I mean, do I think he's going to post a 2.4 for an entire year at this point? Um, no in his career? Probably not. But do I think that he's the pitcher that, um, couldn't get out of the fourth inning. I know he's had long innings. I know it's it's followed him throughout his Padres career. He just has um, too many of those. Like it's just too many times when he has innings like this where he just completely shits the bed. And again, another thing that I said, like this team in adversity. When Blake Snell has adversity, most of the time he crumbles. Most of the time, sometimes he prevails. Sometimes he gets through it, and it's great. But majority of the time, when he faces adversity. Dude fucking shits the bed. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm not going to be some ridiculous Blake Snell apologist. I will just say, like, I thought he had thrown it pretty well. When you look at the second half, quote-unquote, collapse, yes. I don't think Absolutely. he's accountable really for it tonight. It was not good. And they need him to be better. I mean, there's no question. I think he ref, um, referred to the fact that he might have been tipping today, potentially. Oh, great. Uh, right, because, I mean, so we'll see about that. And he's still going to make, you know, seven starts. The final 35, 36 games for this team. I mean, if those seven starts look like the prior nine. Well, if you're tipping, how's no one in that, that fucking dugout like seeing that? Well, yeah, but if you tip in one inning, I mean, it can unravel quick. I mean, I don't know, you know. And again, is that an excuse? Maybe. How is a pitcher Probably. allowed to throw? How, how is a starter allowed to throw 47 pitches in an inning? You shouldn't. You should never. You're asking for trouble. It goes back to the Bob Melvin quick hook thing. He just leaves this guy out there way too long. So what did he have? His first three innings, then he threw what? 30 pitches? I mean, the first inning he threw 13 pitches, all strikes, and he gave the home run to Jose Ramirez, who's literally amazing. And uh, the, fourth, the third inning was, uh, or the fourth inning was a disaster. But yeah, again, how do like you... 30-something pitches in the first three innings and 40-something in the fourth. How, how does he not see? Like, I would be getting... It, if if Blake Snell's around twenty pitches in an inning with no yeah, outs, you got, I'm I'm getting yeah, some of right someone then. Up. And here's the thing: get an off day tomorrow. Like, why? Yeah. You're right. Once you go down two nothing, or there's a man on it two nothing, or three nothing, like you know, you can't overcome a deficit larger than that. Now it turns out today they couldn't have overcome a deficit of one dude scoring. Mm-hmm. But like, you can't allow it to get to six. I think it's a really good point, Jim. I mean, you just have to say sometimes it's not his day. They did it with no. Manaya recently. When he like, went four and like, it's not your day. How can everybody see that? Like, okay, this is, this is a, a inning where Blake Snell is going to shit the bed. Okay. And how do you not have a backup plan ready at 20 pitches? And there's no dude, 47 pitches, only one out at 20 pitches, no outs. Someone's up ready to go 30 pitches. He's out. If he doesn't have a, at least an out or two by 30 pitches, yeah. you're done. It was a disaster of an inning. There's no question. And he shouldn't have gotten as many 
He shouldn't no. have had the leash he got, obviously, because the game was Absolutely. over. Once he left the yeah. left the game, the game was over. If make it's a two, quicker thing. Bob Melvin, make a quicker hook. Stop giving these guys the leash that you give them and fucking make a move before shit hits the fan. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, you're right. Juan, thank you for the super. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Great way to support this channel with the super chat. Click that dollar sign down below. We'll interact with all the supers tonight. Again, Padre shut out by the Guardians. Um, a miserable homestand, two and four. Fortunate to win those two games. Come from behind fashion against the Nationals Saturday and Sunday. He says the curse continues and the ex-Padres curse lives. Cal Quantrill today could not have been better. Cal Quantrill goes seven innings, the last five hits, walks one, strikes out six. You look at the lineup here. In this series, you know, Josh Naylor today was one for five. Owen Miller, former farmhand, two hits. Oh, I forgot. Jose Owen Ramirez, they tried trading for. He goes three for three with two home runs. Cal Quantrill just shoved down the Padres' throat today. But you kind of had a feeling was going to happen if you've been watching this offense. Oh, dude. You knew it was happening. Yeah, it, it's hard to figure out. I mean, we tried to do it for three hours on the radio today. We took tons of calls, including from someone that said we were both young and stupid for our exaggerations what, was that was that what they said i didn't go back and listen what they say um this guy eddie called i listened but he said what did he say first something about tatis he had like a normal like eight second take on tatis yes, not sorry. overcoming the the press conference then he's yeah, like yeah. by the way you guys okay. exaggerating is why you sound young and stupid on the air i then mm. said would you care to provide an explanation? He hung up. I said, okay, here's the deal. Call back, Eddie. Don't listen to us anymore. And I said, listen, if you don't want authentic, honest talk, you can listen to other outlets. There are other outlets that will not provide the same level of criticism that I believe to be honest and fair and reasonable. If you want it through rose-colored glasses, you know what? You don't have to watch the wrap-up show. You don't have to listen to us on John and Jim on Extra 1360. That's fine. We realize there's dozens of outlets to consume content. If you want to talk to people that watch it day in and day out and feel the same way you do, we're here for you. So anyway, I said, call back if you want to provide an explanation. He called back. You're so mad at this. At the break, I picked up the phone, which was a bad idea. He like cursed me out, hung up again. Anyway, I mean, because, oh, and the reason was because I said the Padres lost 55 nothing today and I exaggerated. I'm like, yeah, it was a joke. I'm being facetious. It feels like they go down one run and they're down 55 nothing. That was my point. Yeah, one run is like 10 runs to this team right now. Yeah, Eddie. Oh, <laughs> wasn't Eddie A. Sorry. Glad. Thanks, job, Eddie. Yeah. Thanks, Eddie, for the good Eddies are always welcome here. Yeah. Yeah. John and Jim represent Carzombie Realville. Eatery. Listen to 97.5. Yeah, don't even listen. Right. Listen to 97.5. I think it's just static. Yeah, probably. Thank you, Anthony. We do appreciate oh. that. I mean, how can I... Listen, If you guys sound... <laughs> I don't even want to get into what Eddie said, but what do you want me to spin when the Padres go an entire homestand and score nine runs? They hit one, whatever, 160 as a team. They hit 105 with the men in scoring position. Up and down the lineup, nobody contributes in any manner. I will give Josh Bell some credit for coming out of this ridiculous funk, homering a couple of times, two hits today, including a double. I think Hassan Kim has been fine. But up and down, no consistency, no continuity, batted bats everywhere, Myers, Grisham, Alfaro, Profar, Cronenworth, I'm talking to you. And what do you want us to say? I mean, I'll be honest with you on Snell. I thought Snell's been good and was bad today. You know, the bullpen today, it's nice to see Jose Castillo get out there. It's nice to see Josh Hader at least spin a scoreless inning. Like, those are positives. But Mm -hmm. I'm not in the moral 
um, victory business. They go 0 for 9 with men in scoring position. They cannot hit with men in scoring position. They're not clutch. Their season is on the line. That's the bottom line. Their season is on the line this weekend in Kansas City. Roll over, season's over. Show up and fight. You can lift to see another day. Yeah, this look, the players get the blame here because they've they're in this they're, they've created this mess. Um the organization gets the blame. I, I don't know what happens behind closed doors. I don't know what type of analytics they're feeding this team, but um, clearly it's not good enough. The analytics department for years, John, for years has been 20 steps behind the rest of baseball. I mean, it's it's a joke how bad this analytics department is. It's not even close to the rest of baseball. I mean, the Dodgers run li- literal laps around the Padres as far as analytics go. Um I mean, is analytics the is analytics the end all be all to why this team gets these players and they come here and they suck? I don't, I don't think, think so. So, <laughs> so you uh, show up and then their bad analytics pull you down into a drain. But the 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 average players you see go to the Dodgers, like a Trace Thompson, all of a sudden they perform there. But guys here, like an average player, like a, a, a Jorge Alfaro or a Trent Grisham or a Jerkson Profar or a Jake Cronenworth, they don't. I, I don't. I don't understand that. Right. Because you know, you know damn well, you put Jake Cronenworth the Dodgers. <laughs> dude's hitting three thirty. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So what does that say? What? What? Why is that? Why is that? Is is it? Because, I think there's a number of factors. Yeah. I think there's a number of factors that are not just, just the, analytics. Not yeah, just. Coaching might be the lineup around you. I mean, there's. A, I think there's a number of factors, and they're all valid. Yeah. I don't think it's one thing. Yeah, and is it? It's 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 a number of things that you, me, you, and the rest of the people in here don't see as to why this is happening. By the way, if you want to find that audio from earlier, somebody asked in the chat. Hour three, John and Jim, iHeartRadio app. <laughs> Maybe around five twenty, about twenty minutes into the segment, I would say it's kind of John funny is trying that. to ruin our show. So good job, John. No, I'm not trying to ruin the show. I'm just kidding. If we, if you know, if we get let go, we get let go. We got the wrap up show. No, I mean, what do we do wrong? I mean, I didn't, I Nothing. didn't call it's in and say over we're young. With, bro. I didn't call in and say we're idiots. <laughs> it's over with. Um, this is from the guy that couldn't sleep like a week ago when he called out Manny Machado and everyone ripped into him. I was fine. You couldn't sleep for like three weeks after you called out a Shohei Otani. That's fair. That is fair. Yeah. So, okay, hold on. Let's continue on here by telling our viewers about our partners, including Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance, brand new website, loansbyomar.com. We'll show you in a moment. If you have mortgage needs, Omar is here to help. You can check out his brand new website. Please do that, by the way. Loansbyomar.com. Can you pull that up for us? Check it out. Support it. Loansbyomar.com. Scan the QR code or text him 619-387-7798. He's your San Diego native mortgage broker. If you're looking to buy your dream home or refinance to consolidate your debt, Omar's your guy. If you're in the process of buying or refinancing and you want a second opinion to make sure you're getting the best deal possible, call or text Omar. You're going to get a free consultation. And then also make sure to check out his website. Um, I'm going to share that on the screen right now. This brand new website from our buddy Omar Sanchez. Take a look at this, which I don't know if you can see right now or not. The answer is no. Okay, you can now. So this is loansbyomar.com. At the site, click education, and you got everything you need to know about home buying. I'm talking about first-time home buyers and renting and mortgage management and refinancing and everything you need to know about Mortgages all available in one place. Loansbyomar.com, brand new site, great supporter of the wrap-up show, San Diego, went to San Diego State, huge Padres fan. If you support this channel and you have mortgage needs, we ask that you check out Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance. Yeah, the QR code on the screen will take you right to this website. If you're watching our videos, you can just scan the code. It will take you to this website. Also, you can text him, 619 387 Seven seven nine eight. When you reach out to Omar, make sure to let him know that John and Jim from the Wrap Up Show sent you. Thank you, Omar, for your support of the Wrap Up Show. Thank you, viewers, for hanging out with us here tonight. Again, the Padres lose um, again to the Guardians. 
Cleveland's playing good baseball. They've won 12 of 16, I believe. They win today 7-0. It really wasn't a game after that fourth inning. And now the day off. Now, you know, Friday, what's the pitching rotation? It's going to be Musgrove, Darvish, Manaya. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, needing two. Yeah. Needing two in Kansas City. I, I just don't see how we spin this if they take one or fewer oh, in nah. Kansas City. We get back to the air on Monday. And they've only taken one game in Kansas City. How can you not have Milwaukee. one foot out the door? Right. Looking at 2023. Exactly. How how can this team not go one, two, three Cancun? Or at least the fan base. Not the team, but well, this is point. where Melvin, right? I mean, we how many times were we sold this bill of goods when the going gets tough? This is where a veteran manager can help stem the tide. Well, this is didn't you say today this is the exact same record they had the last time at this time last year? Correct. Okay. So this is it. This is the you're right. This is the moment. This is why you got Bob Melvin here. Because at the at this exact same moment last year, you were flailing. You were going in a deep dive. This moment this year, you're flailing. You're going into a deep dive. And you blame the manager last year, you got rid of him. Right. Right. What are we gonna blame this year? So this year. Tatis. This this is why you get Bob Melvin. If you continue down this road and you continue to flail and you continue to nosedive and you continue to suck, just like you did last year in September, is it the manager's fault again? Is it AJ Preller's fault again? Is it all the players' fault? Can you put a poll up, Jim, on Preller? I mean, we talked about it all day. I think it's at least a worthy talking point. What do you got? If the Padres miss the playoffs, should AJ Preller be fired? Yes or no? If the Padres miss the playoffs, should A.J. Preller be fired? Yes or no? Jim, I'll put a poll in the chat. I'll pull up this super from J.D.'s Third, a loyal viewer and supporter of the channel. Thank you guys for the supers. Thanks for hanging out. Please subscribe if you want to make sure we get your comment. If you want to support this channel, we always appreciate it. Click that dollar sign down below. He says maybe A.J. Tingler Preller <laughs> is, ting fire tingler again. <laughs> is in fact cursed. I mean, Preller is in the midst of... Is it season eight, Jim? 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Season eight had the short season that was successful. The other seven have been failures. I mean, mm -hmm. has he earned a ninth season? Based One more on year, Soto John. Trade? I know. It's funny. I mean, you could say that for forever, right? I mean, is the, is the idea of Soto, Machado, Tati so appealing for ownership? that that's bought Preller time. I mean, they'll be here either way. You can get rid of Preller today. You'll still have Soto Machado Tatis tomorrow. So right now we got 50. Let me guess. Uh, uh, okay, yeah. guess. I was, I was going to say, I was going to say like both like 50, 50. Pretty close. 46% say yes. 54% say no. Okay. So 46% say get rid of them if they miss. Yes. Okay. So less than 50% right now, but maybe in the neighborhood of 50%. Get rid of them if they miss the playoffs. I would actually now. say... Not around 100 votes, and we're about almost 50-50. You know, I would say I don't believe Peter Sather will fire him as a result of whatever happens from here on out this year. If it was yeah. up to me, maybe it's a different conversation, but I've been saying over the last three weeks, AJ Miller <clears throat> did his job, and I still feel that way. I, I think it's too. on a lot more individuals beyond Preller at this point. Again, so we'll though, see. the talking point, and while I agree with you, I, I, I think Preller did his job this year. This is all on the players. But the talking point will be, when is enough enough? Like, like, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again. And you are continuously bringing, in, bringing this, the guy back to do the same thing over and over and over again. Have a team that looks good on paper, might get out to a good start. And this goes back to 2019. 2015, um, that was a disaster, all right? And that's on Preller. But from 2016 to 2018, those 2016, those three years, like, were such... <laughs> that was the I rebuild. I don't even know what to call Yeah, that was a rebuild, I guess. That was a rebuild. But from 2019 to 2022, those 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, those are the years that I'm really judging Preller on. And mm -hmm. they've been all disasters. Yeah, they haven't been good. 
And I, and I, and I 2020 was fine. They went to the postseason. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was good. That was good. That was good. But can you really judge that year as a as a as a as a great right. positive? Right. Because I can't. Yeah, no, it's easy to it's easy to discount it. I mean, I would say this: if you make the playoffs this year, you could say the trend is twenty twenty and twenty twenty two. If you miss the playoffs this year, you could say the outlier is twenty twenty. Or you so that's yeah, what's on the right. line. Or you could say you make the postseason this year. You have this three year plan, right? You make the postseason this year. Really, I, I don't, I don't see them getting hot and making a deep run. It's hard to right. see that, right? But at least you've made a step. Then next year. You make another step, right? And then hopefully, either the following season or whatever the case may be, you make that final step and you you get over that hump. Like that would be a good progression, and you hope that happens. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if it doesn't start this year, it's just like when's enough enough? See, I mentioned this. I mentioned this to uh, Darnay Trip NBC Seven today on the radio. I asked this question. I said, "If you keep spending like this, and you don't get results. Why would you keep spending like this? You, you, why? You're not. It's, it's and thank you, JD's thirty. Says Siler can't keep spending two forty with zero results. I mean, again, it's a business. If you can make money spending two forty without winning, I don't see it like that. Ultimately, you're going to have to win. I mean, you, you cannot fold down the stretch every year. Yeah, and it got to. It's got to be and make money. It's got to be so maddening, though. Like, last year you didn't do anything in the trade deadline. You shit the bed. This year you did everything in the trade deadline. You're shitting the bed. You're like, what are we What are we supposed to do here? I wonder what this all means. We mentioned this today on the radio as well. Um, what does this mean for Machado's future with this team? I mean, he's only guaranteed one additional year based on his contract, yeah. which his agency put together. He has the mid-contract uh, opt-out after year five. Now, I've always believed that he would only opt out based on his play. If he's played above the contract, I could see him opting out. But if the team doesn't win, if the team doesn't win, is that a part of the equation for Manny Machado after year five? I think it would, uh, if the team doesn't win, but they still have Soto, Tatis, Musgrove, Darvish, Hayter, like maybe but it's not like you're you're surrounded by shit players. He might think like we yeah. have enough, you know what I mean? Like if it was the 2019 version of the Padres, he'd be like I'm out. <laughs> or the 2018 be, version. I'm telling you Jim, that is going to be fascinating to watch Machado's yeah. decision. It's going to be yeah. it's going to be talked about widely in yeah. 2023. All right. Big super here from our our buddy, where are you at productions? Oh, Thank where are you, you at productions? Thank you. Where are you at productions? You. We even skipped over a super to get to this. Didn't even didn't even realize that. Sorry. Hold, um, okay. So where are you at productions? That is very kind and generous. Jorge will get right back to you, I promise, with the super. Have to get to this. He says, watch Yasiel Puig last night in the KBO. I got curious, so I looked up his numbers this year. 823 OPS, 15 homers, 339 average, and a 26 game on base streak. It's crazy considering his history. But if you can't score, should AJ make a call? It, it's too late for something like that. I mean, he had a bad outfield going into the season, and he wasn't making that type of move. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he's making that heading into September 1st. Now, the move he made to upgrade his outfield is pretty clear in Juan Soto. He went big to upgrade his outfield. I don't think he's going to try to get cute now with someone that is now years past their prime that's had a nice little run in the KBO, which is double-A baseball. Essentially. So listen, I love the creativity where you at productions. Like, how can you make this team better in the immediate when there's no waiver trade deadline anymore at the end of August? You got your triple A team, you got your double A team. Can they help you in some form or fashion? I believe maybe they could in some form or fashion. Campusano, Rosario, Bullpen, right? But guys like Yasiel Puig, that type of flyer, a flyer like that this late, I, I don't know if that would have mm. any impact. Either way, I, I'm not saying it would kill the team. I just don't think it would help the team. Yeah, I don't think so either. And plus, I think but, the Yasiel Puig train stopped years ago. Like after his first month in the big leagues when he was unbelievable. Yeah. Right. Like 500. I know. I mean, he was definitely one of these guys that was like a, a shooting star. Like, he flared out quick. It was Whoa, high, and, that was and it. it was low. Um, yep. You know, you try to avoid that with long deals like the Padres have put themselves in. Um, yeah. And hopefully they can with their current star in 
you know, Fernando Tatis Jr. But thank you again to Where You At Productions. Very generous, very kind. Thank you for hanging out with us tonight. No, um, I do want to get to this thank from you, Jorge. He says, uh, look at the bright side. Next year, all clubs play each other at least once. <laughs> I don't know if that's a bright side. Uh, you play the Dodgers I less. I guess that's a bright side. You play the Dodgers, what, 12 times? As opposed to 19. Yeah, usually it's an 18, 18 yeah. games a year. So you miss I think it's, uh, it's two series. Yeah, it's 19 this year. So basically, it's two series less with the Dodgers. Yeah, which um, you know I would guess would be a good thing. The Padres don't play their division well. I mean, look at the last 20 years. They, they suck don't. against their division. Yeah, they don't play the Giants well historically. They suck in Colorado. Arizona on the road has been a house of horrors. Not this year. Yeah. They've been good against Arizona this year. Um, we, we did the comparison, guys, of Brewers' schedule, Padres' schedule. Like, we literally looked at every game today. It's not pretty. And it's it's night and day. You're going to need, like, when St. Louis plays Milwaukee four times still this year, you need St. Louis to win all four of those games. Yeah. When the Mets and Yankees go to Milwaukee, I think they go to Milwaukee, right? As opposed to them going on the road. Uh, yes. Yeah. Like, when the Mets and Yankees are there, you're rooting for a 5-1 and one. You know, you're rooting for the Mets and Yankees to win five of those six games. Like, you're going to need something like that because you know there's some built-in wins. With Pittsburgh and Cincinnati and Chicago, they'll probably have a couple of good series. They might sweep a series or two. So you need teams like St. Louis and the Mets and the Yankees to take care of business when they do play Milwaukee down the stretch. Otherwise, I, I just – I don't see it. You know, I just yep. don't. Like, it, it, you can't hope that the Milwaukee Brewers don't take advantage of their shit schedule. That's not a good strategy to have. Right. You know, Brent, our producer on radio, had a good point. He said the Brewers this year against division, it's a bad division. They are three games over 500. Not exactly killing it. Yeah. That's you know, good. So, That's a good sign for the Padres. Yeah. So if they play like that and, you know, they play okay, yeah. you still have to play okay, though, because even if they go a game or two over against those teams, 20 games, you know, you go 11 and nine. Yeah. Are the Padres capable of playing 11 and 9 baseball over 20? What we've seen since deadline, they don't look like a team that can do that. I say that, but I mean, it's not like the wheels have completely, completely, completely fallen off. 8 and 12 over a 20 game stretch is not the most ridiculous stretch. Right. But when you add in July and June, Tatis, no answers from anyone. It just feels like it's worse than it's been, maybe. Right. You know? Um, I do want to remind our viewers about our partnership with Aura. And you can get a 30% discount if you shop at Aura right now. ORA.organic. Click this Build Your Routine button. You're getting 30% off your very first order. Plant-based nutrition company based in San Diego. Based in San Diego. Um, 30% off your first order. Their co-founder, Will, is a terrific guy. He's a Padres fan. He's like Mark. He's like Omar. They love the Padres. I mean, they really, it's like, it's unbelievable. Like everyone with us here every single night, it's like you're trying to do everything in your power to will this team to win. And it's just not enough. But Will's a huge Padres fan. Offices in Liberty Station. We had lunch with him last month. Great guy. Great company. Plant-based nutrition. Probiotics. Probiotics, um, which I take every single day for digestion. Uh, they have proteins for after-workouts, pre-workout supplements. Omega-3 oils, immunity pills, sleep pills. I mean, literally something for everyone, something for you, your spouse, your family, your friends. Check them out at ORA.organic. There is a link down below. If you support this channel, please support our local partners, including Aura, ORA.organic. Yeah, go there right now, www.ora.organic. They have everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. Uh, it's all vegan, all organic-based, tastes delicious. Go there right now. Check it all out. Build your routine. You get 30% off your first order. You will thank us later. Listen, I mean, put up like the hand up emoji if you have faith. Like, I still think there's a reason to believe, you know, keep the faith. So, yeah, I mean, I want to put it up through. I'm like, I'm like, uh, I know, yeah. through Kansas City. I mean, it, it just, it doesn't feel right. If you roll over, you roll over, you roll over against bad teams, and all of a sudden you turn the switch on against good teams. I guess it's yeah, possible. Like, oh, we're great again. We're great. But it doesn't seem like that's the formula. And I'm not saying that the season – I mean, I think I did say earlier. If you win one of three in Kansas City and the Brewers win two of three against whoever the hell they're playing, your season isn't over, obviously. You would lose a game in that scenario. But it just doesn't feel right when you lose series to the Marlins and the Nationals and the Royals in this hypothetical, that you all of a sudden play better baseball against the Dodgers and the Cardinals. 
So that's that's the reason why I'm putting the eggs in the basket of like I still have faith, but show it to me now and go win a series this weekend. <laughs> nope, I don't have any faith, but I'm here till the end. <laughs> Is that what people are saying? Yeah, well, I, on the screen there from Peter. No, but I'm here oh, till I'm the end. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I mean, you, it's hard to look away from the train wreck or the car crash. You know, I do. I understand. I mean, some I see surfers the, there. There we go. Yeah, I see some hands up. Faye, she's in it. Perfect. Yes, yes. And that's how it should be, by the way. Nobody, I'm not, I would never tell anyone to turn their back. I would never turn no. the back on the team. It's not, it's just frustrating. You just know? But, be ready. Just be ready. Like, don't don't say we didn't warn you. What right? for the collapse? Right. <laughs> don't say we didn't warn you that in September facing the Dodgers nine times, you're gonna be lucky if you win five of those games. Well, five, Jim, would be four of those games. You'll be lucky to win four of those games. And, you know, four and five, you you can do it then. If you can take four of nine against the Dodgers, A, you you have some faith in your abilities. Theoretically, you'll win a series. You have to. There's no way to win four without doing it. You have to have a one-one-two. Or That's three right. zero one, you know, like yeah, yeah. So you'd win a series. You'd build some level of confidence or momentum. You would think in doing that. If they can beat the, it's a big if. And I was the one to tell you it can look different in September if you get Tatis back. And but the way they're playing, that's what concerns me. The way they're playing, yeah. I just no don't know nothing. if they can do it or there. not. It's nothing. There. Uh, solo Dolo, thank you. Do we need more hitting? coaches i don't think so i don't i don't put it on my it's, it's not the hitting coach's fault it's just the players aren't good enough <laughs> <laughs> right like that's We're just not that's, following direction or it's the opposing that's game what it comes down to are, are good they're not good enough but also there is probably <laughs> something to the fact that the organization is not helping these bad players out at all either <laughs> like the, the role right. is to take average players and elevate them. And these average players on this team are just that or worse. Like they're not being elevated. Hassan Kim, you maybe could say is elevated, but is that yeah. good enough over, over no, the course of a year? Apparently not. Because no, it's average. It's what an average baseball yeah. player should hit. For Hassan Kim, it's a great season. But for, if you're looking at an average baseball player, you're like, that's what an average baseball player is. Yeah, and I'm with Quan and six one nine Cam. I mean, it's almost you know, it's funny. It's like this is when you really have to show your true identity as a fan. <laughs> like, are you, are you there <laughs> on these tough days and tough nights? And there have been a lot of tough days and tough nights for Padres fans recently. And I'm talking about the last couple of years, most specifically. Um, there will be better days, and they could be tomorrow. Well, they're not losing tomorrow. It's a Thursday. They're off. But the wind day. The thing with sports is we don't know when it turns, and it might not be in 2022, but it might be. Maybe. You know, it might be. We can't By guarantee way, it one way or the other. Looking at our poll, the Padres missed the yeah. postseason. Should AJ Peller be fired? 58% say no, 42% okay. say yes, with over 150 votes. Okay. Yeah, I believe we'll stay. And I, I'm not opposed to it. I, I'm, I'm not. I mean, maybe I'm somewhat indifferent if they go completely in the tank and they win 79 games like last year. I mean, what's the mentality of the fan base going to be? even the clubhouse at that point. But I still think the trade deadline has earned him more time. As crazy as that sounds. Yeah. Um, Jake, thank you again for your super. Thanks, he says, dog days are over. It's crunch time. Play with yep. heart. They do need to play with some heart. They do. And like, the dog days are over. You're right. You know, buckle down and get a fucking hit with runners in scoring position. Yeah, that's just crazy stuff right now. Jesus, you heard what? It's something stupid, like six for the last sixty-seven or seven. They hit like one oh five, one oh six at home, one oh five. Last nine games at home, runners in scoring position, left over fifty men on base. One oh five. You're not playing. You're not playing the Dodgers. You're playing the Washington Nationals. Not great. Seven for sixty-six at home. Seven for sixty-six at home. I do love Cleveland's bullpen. Um, because you're yeah. buried when you trail. And if you're the Padres and you trail against Cleveland's bullpen, you got no shot. And the Padres don't have that luxury where you can get a uh, – if you get a one-run lead going into the seventh inning, you have lockdown bullpen pieces. Yeah, like, game's not over. No, game is far no. from over. Yeah, I mean, you can win some of those games, but you can lose some of those games too, as we've seen. Uh, Solo Dolo, thank you for the Super. He says, I heard the Giants had six hitting coaches last year. And yeah. that may have been the case, but I would assume they have six this year and they're a 500 team. 
And one of those hitting coaches was Michael Berdar. So you poach off the Giants and is it Michael Berdar's fault? Did Michael Berdar, was Michael Berdar one of the reasons why the team, the Giants last year won 107 games? I don't know. I mean, it, right. If he gets the credit for 107 wins. But he wasn't I even the real hitting coach last year. He was like an assistant. <laughs> maybe he was elevated too quickly. Like, I mean, maybe. Hitting, I don't know. It's not the hitting coach. Not the I hitting mean, coach. It is kind of funny to imagine what the 28-year-old hitting coach talking to Manny Machado about hitting is kind of comical, but he probably doesn't need to talk to Manny Machado, who's hit 300. I just, I mean, if anybody's going on, and you hear it a lot, just, the hitting coach needs to be fired. I heard one time somebody say that they're like, the hitting coach's background is that he like studied like economics in college. It's not good. I was like, what? Wait, who, who are you imitating? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm imitating that old person that like, never mind. No, just like any, like Johnny old guy, Johnny old guy. Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good ball players. Good ball. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, all right, guys. I mean, we'll be back with you Friday night. And I mean, Friday night could go a long way. Joe Musgrove, like they need a good version of Joe Musgrove. They never play in Kansas City. It's like fish out of water. Like what? Padres in Kansas huh? City? Yeah, it's Dude. completely bizarre. Now it's going to change moving forward next year. You play everyone, blah, blah, blah. So that'll if change. they go like the first four innings on Friday without, without a like, hit, without a hit or like they have like two hits. Dude. Not going to be good. Like like Bob Melvin said, is it rock bottom? There's no such thing in sports. You can always keep losing. <laughs> you know, like there's no yep. guarantee that you don't stop losing. So well, it guess what? Turn. We'll be there. <laughs> we'll be there for you. We will be there for you no matter what happens. All right. Before we get out of here, please make sure to subscribe to our podcast, the wrap up show, official podcast now, friarsonbase.com. Please check us out at friarsonbase.com. That's presented by Higher Impact Financial, our buddy Eric Lanier. Lanier, excuse me. Check him out at higherimpactfinancial.com. Let me tell you about Eric and Higher Impact Financial. He's San Diego born and raised, huge Padres fan. His mission is to align his clients' values and passions with their finances. And you need a tailored approach to your big financial goals. That's where Eric can help. He's a fiduciary. He will only make recommendations that truly make sense for you and are in your best interests. He specializes in retirement planning. Along with that, if you are a new family trying to figure out financial planning and investing, Eric can help you too, whether it's figuring out how to manage your debt, paying for college for your kids, or improving your cash flow. Please support Eric, another local business, a guy that supports this channel We'd love for you to reach out to him if you have any needs. 951-383-3033. Please get in contact with them. 951-383-3033. Again, if you have financial needs, please check out their website as well. Higherimpactfinancial.com. Higherimpactfinancial.com. And subscribe to our podcast, again, on Friars on Base, part of the fan-sided network. Also, please shop, wrap-up show gear. Look at that gear. It's so cool. Look at those people. They're cooler than us. Shop the gear. Links down below. Those guys hit with runners in scoring position. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, guys and girls. That's a team right there. And then become a member. Click that join button. Emojis, badges, members-only content as well. Before uh, we get out of here, thank you, Where You At Productions. Thank oh, you man. very much. Thank you. Yeah, thank can you. we get some clap emojis for everyone? Everyone that's here tonight, clap for yourself. Let's get some clap emojis. Yeah, yeah you're, you tonight. all are enduring some horrible times man the last but you're here every night and you, right. if you're not here live you're on replay misery if loves company on, if you're not here on replay you're listening to the podcast so thank you guys he says love the show padre faithful to the end Juan Soto gonna come back strong we haven't even talked about that um we definitely need him today they need him friday they need him yep. friday yep so hopefully he's help a healthy come friday please subscribe for us folks you're on padre's content we're here for you please subscribe smash the like button for us Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Please support our partners. Thank you for the clap emojis. We see them coming in. Thanks, Jim, for pulling those up. Please support Mark Nimitz, our title sponsor, Farmers Insurance. Link down below for his site. Save $750 on your insurance with Mark. Please support Aura, O-R-A dot organic. 30% off your first order, all plant-based nutrition. Also, Omar Sanchez, Edge Home Finance. Scan that QR code on the screen right now to get to his brand new website, loansbyomar.com. That is loansbyomar.com. All right, guys. Um, 
from the highs of the trade deadline to Juan saying this sucks. Season's not over. Let's see if they can rebound this weekend in Kansas City. We will be back Friday night. We'll be with you tomorrow on the radio. Please join us 3 to 6 on Extra and the iHeartRadio app. Talking Padres baseball until tomorrow at 3 p.m. Until Friday night on the wrap-up show. For Jim, I'm John. Have a good night, everybody, if possible. Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.